0: This is the Busy Mama podcast. I'm Ebony Forsyth, and in this podcast, I'm unearthing the stories that lie beneath some of Australia and New Zealand's favorite mother-made brands we know and love. Like birth stories, but brand stories. This podcast won't be about haranguing the hustle, but keeping it real when it comes to the beautiful chaos that is creating and managing brands, babies, and everything in between. These are the stories of creation, ones to inspire, ones to celebrate, and ones to build connection from. You are listening to Episode 9, the story of Kayla Gain, content creator and lady behind Chai Living and Odeya Film, Mother of Vera. First of all, thank you so much for spending the night with me to set the scene for everyone um, we have spent half an hour playing with tech, <laughs> trying oh. to get some tech issues sorted, but you have a baby asleep. I don't have a baby asleep. My baby had a disaster nap this afternoon. So she's still awake
1: with my partner, but we'll see how that goes. But yeah, thank you so much, Kayla. For thank coming you for on. having me on. It's nice to talk to a person that can speak back to me for once. Yeah. You know? Cause
0: you just talked to us all. Well, Sometimes talk to a screen, but mainly, yeah, communicating yeah. by by stories and stuff, which I love. I'm following along and I love that. But yeah, you probably don't um
1: get to have a real conversation too too often. I love it. And a conversation where, you know, whenever you hang out with your mum friends, it's interrupted like a billion times oh and God. you say like one word. Like we yeah. actually get to finish our sentences finish on here tonight.
0: Sentences. I know how exciting. <laughs> Do you want to set the scene for anybody who might be new to you or probably or also knows you very well but set the scene for um who mm-hmm. you are like what life is for mm-hmm.
1: you. Yeah. Um so obviously my name's Kayla and I yeah. live in northern New South Wales with my little girl Vera she's almost 18 months. Wow. And my partner Connor we've been together for This October will be nine years. Yeah. So we're both 23 and so we've been together um, since 14, 15. I'm not very good at math.
0: I love this. You know, I'm really excited to have this conversation because I'm very, like, not that you would know, but I'm very similar to you in that way. Like, Drew and I have been together from 15 and we're also quite young as parents with our firstborn. And,
1: like, it's very rare. Yeah, it is rare. And like, yeah, know, for us, it feels so normal. But then when we tell people, they're like really shocked. It's the yeah. same with like most of our friends, uh, some of them are a decade older. Mm.
0: So, yeah, it's, same. And
1: they've got kids the same age. And it's crazy to think that where we're going to be in 10 years. Yes. But yeah.
0: But yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. I only had a thought the other night. Cause Drew and I are very similar. We've been together for nine and a half years and it made like I had this thought, I'm like, I remember being that age and having those conversations mm. around what will life look like in our twenties mm. and thinking about like, we'll hopefully have a house and family and all those things. Yeah. And like, we're actually in that right now. And then uh, to think like what another nine and a half years looks like. Yeah. Like the Bubba's will be 10 and like,
1: yeah. what? I know. That's you know, crazy. Isn't it crazy? I'm excited. So excited. And that's why we wanted to because we um we'll get to that probably, but we yeah. tried for Vera. Yeah. And uh, people are shocked by that because I was pregnant at twenty, but yeah. I just knew that I wanted to grow up with my babies and I wanted to raise them while creating a um Yes. A life, a job, whatever, businesses yeah. I wanted to do that with them and not after, you know, after when that. I felt done with my jobs and stuff and ready to be a mum. I wanted to do it
0: with integratedly <laughs> Yeah, with yeah. them. Yeah, I love grow that. Grow up with them. Grow up with them, yeah. yeah. Similar to how you probably feel like you grew up with Connor, like you both probably yeah. were different people when you met because you like were younger versions of yourself, yeah. but you had to grow up as kids into
1: adults together. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's really fun. It literally feels like some days that we're just like kids still raising a kid. And that actually makes it really fun because we've got so much energy and we, I don't know, we're always bouncing and just high on life. yeah. And I'm just like, I don't want to be any other way raising kids. I don't want to be tired and, you know, already exhausted from a whole life I've lived. I want to be like, bam,
0: bam, bam. (laughs) Yeah. I love this. I love it. It's so fun having this conversation because, yeah, I feel very, very similar to you. And yeah, Mm -hmm. like you said, it isn't like a lot of, a lot of the time, a lot of people are, do put their careers first and all those things, Mm -hmm. but it's so exciting to be able to think about once they're at like, say 10 We will be at that age that a lot of people end up starting their families at the same time, but we get to enjoy them as like little best friends and it's so exciting to think about it in
1: that way. Yeah, and it's obviously challenging in that way as well because you're literally literally at the start of most careers or businesses and they're not established while navigating motherhood. So that is the challenge as well, but it's super rewarding.
0: Yeah, totally. Well, let's start at the very beginning because I actually, yeah. <laughs> I reckon I came across your page when I was pregnant because I I seen that you were pregnant with like with Vera as well, and I'm like, oh, it would be so fun to watch you. Like you are ahead of me, so I like I'll whatever you share will be like what I'm in for. Um, yeah. so I th- I love that
1: I did that was yeah. when I was pregnant. I went through and I was like pretty much followed anyone that was pregnant because I was like, I just need to see, you know, a little yeah. bit ahead of me what I've got to come. Yes. And it's a really nice feeling when, like, you can see those stages and you're like, yeah, it's going to be me in a couple of months. So yeah, yeah. Instagram yes. and stuff.
0: Isn't it great? Yeah, I love it for that. But, yeah, can you take me right back to, like, take me, well, take me right back to when you and Connor met because, like, one of my main questions is usually, like, what, like, what was life like for you before any businesses, any babies, um, like, any partners? Like, what was, who was Kayla back then? So
1: um, I'll take you just quickly. Like, I've always lived around this area. Yeah. So I was actually born here, you know, moved a little bit, but northern New South Wales has always been my base. Yeah. So um, my parents are split up when I was super young, so mm-hmm. I've had step-parents um at the time now I've got um two siblings on my mum's side two girls yeah two siblings on my dad's side but they're both half siblings so I don't have any full siblings yeah um and all young so they're all under well my brother's 14 and then the rest are under 10 I think so
0: yeah that's crazy
1: yeah um so Yes, been living here forever. My mum runs a business. My dad has done like surf films, run his own businesses. Yeah. Pretty much my whole family has been like working, same with my grandma. She did the business with my mum. Yeah. So I've just been surrounded by like business owners. I didn't even really know people actually went to work. (laughs) (laughs) Like not at home. Yeah. Oh, that's Um, so
0: cool. Yeah. So you're completely um, raised on like people doing their own thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, <sighs> yeah. at times mum, I think yeah. my mum was a real estate agent one time, but she's always done like kind of her own, you know, taken mm-hmm. it into her own kind of business. So yeah. she's always run her own thing. How cool. Um, I've always been around that. Yeah. Um, so I met my partner, Connor, at school. I think we were 13, 14, high school age. Yeah, yeah. Um, I absolutely hated school. I just was so bad at it, couldn't pay attention. I just didn't find it interesting. I got Mm. very bullied from the age of when I started school to when I left. Yeah, My whole um, high school was, like, navigating nasty girls and boys. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, right, Um, wow.
1: Yeah, so no wonder
0: you hated school. I did,
1: yeah, and um, I found it really hard to, like, just being put in that box because I'm like mm. so out of that box I can't concentrate I can't be given like time limits I'm creative so I just yeah. have to be in my own zone I can't be told what to do yeah
0: yeah totally um, I'm keen to have I this really conversation pray. with you actually around school because I seen you posted
1: a story the other day
0: about like yeah. the idea of considering homeschool for Vera, Vera and yeah, like yeah. Just because I feel quite, I haven't made any decision. I feel like it's far away. But, like, the school system really bugs me. Mm. And I think because you and I are both creative people and it probably hasn't really benefited the creative type
1: since its
0: existence.
1: (laughs) Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Even little things like I would always be in trouble or, you know, kind of like naughty I guess just for talking and that's just who Mm. I am I'm creative I want to talk I want to work in a group yeah and so I'd always be in trouble because it would be you know head down don't talk and just write on paper
2: yeah that's like
1: my worst nightmare I don't learn a thing when I do that Yeah, I need to talk with my hands I need to be vibrant like I need pictures beautiful things videos
0: (laughs) I only like the videos that's the only time I ever learn anything
1: (laughs) yeah like so yeah, so Connor came along. Um, yeah. We were friends for a while. Um, I think friends first is always super special yeah. for a relationship because yeah. it, I don't know, it creates a really good foundation, especially in parenthood. I've noticed if you're mm-hmm. friends first, um, I don't know, just in the hard times of parenthood. Yeah. Sometimes you're not the most loving to each other, but you're yeah. still like, best friends and you can just like get through it because you know each other yeah in so well health. even though you can like just not be romantic for yeah. 10 seconds and you survive yeah
0: I love <laughs> I that, that
1: sense,
0: yeah totally yeah. the relationship dynamic is completely different after a kid yeah
1: yeah oh but it's like amazing like I yes. love him so, so much. much more yeah um but also there's days where you just don't have the energy to even yeah. be, like, a partner. You yeah. just have to, like, be yeah. parents. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you met Connor in high school. So we,
1: that was the best thing that came out of school then, obviously. That was the best thing that came out of school. So um, so I met him, yeah, 13, 14. I dropped out of school um, in... I think at the end of year 10. Yeah. So I would have been, I think is that 16 or 15? I don't even remember. But yeah. um dropped out. I had a business at the time. Um I started a business when I was 14, 15. Yeah. Um, so my actually my very first job was working at Muffin Break, which I absolutely yeah. hated. <laughs> I was underpaid, I was overworked. It yep. was just like so, like illegal what they would do. <laughs> but um, anyway, I think I was like, yeah, 14, nine months when I started that, and I only yep. lasted a couple of months. Yeah. Then um, did that my kind of like, like
0: teach you that you wanted to be self-employed after that? Like you're like, yeah, I, I there like, is no way I going.
1: cannot, I can never work for someone ever, like ever. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, yeah. And so I said to mom, I want to quit. And she was like, you need to have something else. Like you can't just quit and not have a job. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to create a business. I'm going to make my own money. Yeah. So I went to the op shop and I bought heaps of vintage clothes and I like revamped them. Yeah. Put them up. I learned how to make a website. So back, this is when Shopify like was just a new thing. Yeah. Do you know Shopify? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I learned how to do that. I sat and watched all the like coding videos, how to create a website, how blah, 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 how to create yeah. a logo, went on, made my business name and set up all that. Yeah. I, I looked at it overnight. Like I did it. I sat up and did it. Yeah. Next day, took pictures of all the vintage clothes, set up an Instagram. Yeah.
0: And, and were you on Instagram like prior? Was this like your kind of debut no. to Instagram?
1: Yeah, I think I had like obviously I had a personal account, but it would have had like honestly a hundred followers. Like it was just my friends. Mm. Um but yeah, I I saw a huge potential in Instagram being a business. Yeah. And so my business was called Thrifty Threads. So it was yeah. vintage clothes. Um and now the so word threads to- has come back. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh, true.
0: Yeah, you were ahead of your time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So I created an Instagram. Yeah. That one absolutely hit off. I was really good at. I've never done any type of any marketing, but mm. I just that shot off. I just knew what to do. Yeah. Um. I think I got it to like forty or fifty thousand very quickly. Yeah. Um. Which amazing. was amazing. Easier back then, I must say. Totally, because what year would have that been? 2015. Yeah,
0: yeah, like when Instagram was really just, just starting to yeah. boom.
1: Yeah, yeah. The only other businesses that were booming on there were like Princess Polly, Beginning Boutique kind of thing. Like that was oh kind God, of the Oh, my God,
0: Beginning Boutique, i forgot about yes. that. Yes, oh. yeah. Oh, my God, um,
1: you're bringing it all
0: back. Oh, God, I, I have not heard of them ever.
1: No, same. Um, And so I was kind of, I was looking at what they were doing. They were like the two accounts where I was like seeing what trends they were doing. And I was pretty much just like figuring it out by what they were doing. Cause I was like, they're obviously doing well and similar demographic. And I was just kind of doing my best to navigate that. Yeah. So that really took off. I used to package the orders out of my grandma's, um, uh, she, like the garage, literally yeah. her garage, we'd sit there and we do them and I'd print them out and I'd write all the names on the little Australia post bags. Yeah. Um, old school. Love it. Old school. And yeah. then, um, so we started doing that. And then after a while I was like, vintage, like op shop vintage finds, I could only have one item. And once it was gone, it was gone. So it's I was like, gone. I need to start imp- importing stuff. mm. So I think this was like a couple of months after and then I started just finding stuff online that I wanted to import, just mm-hmm. random like vintage looking items where I could have multiple variants and colours. Yeah, and... Keep
0: the the actual style that you're going with, with the vintage yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah. Cool. shop. So then um, I'd literally sit up at school and I would do the customer inquiries and I'd like pretend I wasn't working, you know, in science and I'd quickly have my screen to whatever science thing and then I'd quickly go back and do like (laughs) an order or and it was just ridiculous. And then um, I showed it to my mum and I was obviously like, this is making me amazing money. Like this is incredible and this is making more than like some of the teachers that were working there. Like this is a business. And I was like, I need to leave school. And she was like um, a bit iffy and she was like, oh, I don't know. So a few days I was having like two days off a week to do the work. Yeah. And then then it was getting to three days and then the teachers were like, Kayla's going to like fail this year if she has more days off school. And my mum was like, okay, you can leave. Let's leave. Left um school and it was like wow. the best one ever. It was so much fun, yeah. Um, so freeing. I was just like, I've never had so much anxiety than when I was at school. Like, yeah. in my whole adult life, everything I've dealt with, I've never been so yeah. anxious than when I was at school, yeah. And so, yeah. that would have been really, I don't of tax and stuff, nothing compares. To yeah. what I felt when I was at school. Yeah. And yeah. I knew it was just like so wrong for me. Yeah. Um, Left, left to do that. And yeah. a couple of months after that, kept growing and growing. So I wanted to then open my own store. I think I was like 16 at this point.
2: Yeah. And I was like,
1: I want to open a physical like shop. So, um, yeah. and at the time my mum... My mum owns a business, it's called Love Me, so it's the wipes and nappy brand. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, she wanted a warehouse as well because her business was blowing up at two. Mm. Um, And I was actually helping her grow her business on Instagram as well. I was like, you need to do this. So (laughs) I was looking, I still look after her Instagram. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I was doing that as well. Yeah. She wanted a warehouse at the same time, so I was like, how about I have the downstairs as the shop and you can have the upstairs offices and the warehousing part for your stock. Yeah. So we went in, like, not together. She got it and then I, like, subleased it off her because I yeah. don't even know if I was old enough to lease it. Yeah. <laughs> this is incredible. Um, this is amazing. <laughs> so um, I had a physical store. It was open, like, Monday to – I don't think I worked weekends because, like – you know, I was a teenager. Yeah. And I just wanted freedom. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a Monday that Friday and worked there. The business was kept growing. I had so many people come into the store. Like it was really busy and it was in an industrial state. So like yeah. people had to try to do it.
0: That's um, incredible. Were you like so
1: secretly like at school? Like, look what I've done. Like, I kind of, in a weird way, just like knew I was just gonna do something like that and just like made yeah. it happen. So, I don't know. I just, I kind of felt like, yeah, this is what I was gonna do. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, I, yeah, it wasn't a shock because I was like, yeah, this is. Of course, I've always done things in life. Like, like when I was at school when I was like 12, 13, I was like, I'm having a baby by 20. And like, I did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so honestly, I just, like, I just do things and I just. I love it. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, you know yeah. manifest.
0: Manifesting. You're paving your own way. I love it. Not sticking yeah. to what everyone, yeah, society thinks that you have to do.
1: I love this. Yeah. 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 So, um, yes, and then it got really busy. So I had to employ my first staff member oh my gosh Um, how old were you you had to employ I think I was like yeah, 16 oh get out Um, look at you go so it was really a a girl from school wanted to do work experience um yeah the school I went to the school I dropped out of she was like I want to come do work experience so she came for like two weeks and then um I was like this is awesome I do really need a staff person so I think I just had her a couple of days after school and then I think she worked every Saturday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like really cool because it's a totally different set of skills that you learn having employees mm. um, and a lot of like responsibility as well. Your, business's level, your business levels up because you have to achieve a certain level now. Yeah. Like someone else is kind of depending on you to have enough work and it's, yeah. um, it's a yeah. new level. New level, definitely, Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had her for a little while, but I found it hard because she could only work in school hours.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And then uh, in life at this point, um, let's jump forward to like 17, um, Mm. because my partner Connor, he lived and his parents still live at the bottom of our hill. So, so um, sweet. you need your own a Netflix minute. series. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> um it is pretty funny. So yeah, it's they live a minute they live a minute away. Wow. So he was here at my house and eventually my grandma who has now passed, but she at the time um built us a granny flat on her property. Um, yeah. Which is the property that we've moved back to? Oh, really? Um, oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, so Where it's a really crazy setup. So, yeah, my grandma bought this property, and then my mum moved here with my stepdad and had two daughters. And that's the house we're living in now. And wow. my mum is living in my grandma's house. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're neighbors again. Um, but my mum's renovated her house. I've renovated, like, our house, which was yeah. her house. Yeah. Um, so, and then the granny flat up the top is still there, and the granny flat um, under her house is still there. So, the granny flat up the top is what my grandma built m- me and Connor to live in. Oh,
0: that's <laughs> nice. That's amazing.
1: Be very, very yeah. little cubby. So, Big cubby house. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a proper. It's like a two bed, no one bedroom, but it's separate living and everything. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. So we moved out. Moved out together at seventeen, and it was moving out. Like it. It's its own like contained thing. Um. And we paid rent. Um. So we moved out together, and he actually stayed at school. He wanted to leave to do a trade. Um, yeah. which is what he ended up doing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he wanted to leave, but his parents wanted him to stay because he had a scholarship for the school we were at. Yeah. We went to a private school. Yeah. So his parents were like, it feels like a bit of a waste for you to leave, even though that's what you're passionate about. So he continued on to school, which was such a weird feeling because I would go to yeah. the warehouse, my school, and drop him to school. <laughs>
0: That Even though, like,
1: weird. it's so weird, I felt like I was dating like a schoolboy and I was like <laughs> a full adult, it was very <laughs> weird. Um, so that was a cool dynam- dynamic because yeah, he would come home from school and I would be like working, and um, yeah, it was bizarre, but that it is was fun. bizarre. Yeah, this is such an awesome story. Um, so then fast forward to 18. Um, the business kept growing and my mum's business kept growing. So my mum actually needed a second warehouse mm-hmm. and coincidentally, the a couple of warehouses down from our existing one came up for lease. Yeah. So my mum's like, let's get another one and you can actually have half of it. Mm-hmm. So double the space I had. Yeah. So we did that. Um, I renovated the store and made it look like really beautiful and we had upstairs downstairs and then my mum had the warehousing kind of space just for stock she didn't run yeah. anything out just really stock yeah um which was really fun so she would always be a couple of doors down and we'd always meet for lunch and yeah. or we'd go across the road and get hot chocolates like it was so much fun yeah um, it never i have never felt like I work a day since I left school like yeah. at all. I do not feel like I work I've never not had fun which is like I feel so grateful like I don't even know Absolutely. what it feels like joy not enjoy your work. My days mm. yeah wow yeah um,
0: I love that you just did what you felt felt was fun like that is such a really cool accomplishment that you've just followed your own creativity and it's just leading the way for you
1: yeah and my family has always said that they're like find something that makes you happy and that you find fun and then try and make money out of doing that somehow yes <laughs> yes. yes so yeah. and you can like you really I know obviously we're blessed with what we've been given but yeah, um, make things work in the situation. Yeah, but, totally. Um, yes.
0: Yeah, I've always, always kind of gone back to the light hole. If you really want something enough, you will work out how to make it work.
1: 100%. Yeah. And sometimes that's literally pulling all nighters into work to make it happen. Yeah. So we have the second space. Um, And then at that point, um, we were 18 years old and we wanted to move out to a proper apartment. Mm -hmm. So we found an apartment in like Koolangatta. um, Yeah. Right on the border.
0: Yeah, right. How's living on the border,
1: by the way? It was so fine until COVID and then it was just like the worst place to live. I literally just wanted to leave because our, our backyard was just a borderline and to get home was like an hour and a half. It was ridiculous.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: Yeah, and luckily, yeah. I was the whole time. I said to Connor, "Luckily, we don't have a baby because, um, I was pregnant at the time when it was like really bad. Yeah, and I was like, imagine having a like some of these people would have kids screaming in the car. Like, at least we can just sit here and on our phones or talk or whatever. Yes, yeah, um, that was like the only good thing. But yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. chaos." Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you moved to moved to Cooley and had an apartment. That's awesome. Yeah, and we yeah. again we
1: were so lucky. I literally looked and the second thing I found was a brand new apartment building. It had 20 apartments, all for lease, and it was brand new and an accepted pets because we yep. bought actually yeah. we bought a King Charles, a puppy. Yeah. Um when I was I was I'm taking it right back now. I was fifteen. Yep. Yeah. yeah, cool. So, so he's Bon Bonte, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think I was still at school when I I bought him and in the day my grandma would have him. So we were very young when we bought him. Yeah. And um but I was already so there's a granny flat up the top, but there's also a granny flat under one of the houses. So yeah. I moved out to that granny flat when I was, like, 12, 13. So I was kind of, like, living by myself at that age. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we got the dog because we had our own backyard, our own um, kitchen living in that yeah. area. So when Connor, Connor would come and stay over, like, one or two nights a week and he would help me with the dog. But, yeah, yeah it was funny.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> you've really, even though you are still, what, 23, it seems 23. like you've had so much independence anyway, mm. like more than the most most would.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. I always say, like, I'm 23, but really I'm, like, 33 because, like, when I was 15, I was really 25. Like, <laughs> when it comes to, like, life stages. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely feel a lot older than that but yeah yeah mm,
2: so yes. we moved to
1: the apartment um as we moved to the apartment oh just before actually it was just before we moved to the apartment um Connor proposed so he was um, 18 when he proposed oh
2: okay
1: still at school yeah <laughs> um so that was so funny because it was a bit of a shock not a shock, but a few people commented on it, how it wouldn't last, we're too young, too young. and people were, you know, and yeah. negative about it. And it's so funny because we said to ourselves, I just want to be engaged for like 10 years and like I'm not going to rush getting married, I just want to be engaged to you because I want to feel like that yeah. promise is there. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, we've been engaged for Five years,
0: yeah, yeah, amazing. Um,
1: It's always what we wanted to do. We were like, yeah, we're not going to go married really young. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I wanted to be engaged before I had kids, but I didn't want to be married before I had kids. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. It feels more official. Yes, and I had a plan in my head, and I was like, engaged, babies, then marriage. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Do you think a wedding will come before a second or? second first do you reckon
1: I yeah I don't have like a, a calling to do something yet like yeah. I'm just gonna if I feel drawn to it I'm gonna do it but I just yeah. feel really content even like I don't know I just feel like chilling for a moment yeah I just yeah. feel content where we are yeah. and um I'm just really happy in this this stage like, season that we're in. Yeah, yeah I can relate and to that too I, yeah yeah, I'm just like I just I just want to sit here and just enjoy this little bubble that we're in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, Connor proposed 18. Amazing.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was down um, down at Byron Bay on the beach um and it's so special because we can always go back there. Yeah. And it always feels like that place always feels so special. Yeah. Uh, and we can always go back on holiday to the place that we stayed at there's a really nice airbnb yeah. and whenever i see i just feel like all those like bubbly feelings, feelings and it's so yeah
0: magic yeah there's nothing like having a special place that like yeah it gives you all those feels all
1: over again yeah i love yeah. it yeah um so yes uh proposed and then We moved out to the apartment. um, And as we moved to the apartment, that was like really, I remember, nerve wracking because at the time, the rent for that apartment was like so much more than we could afford. Um, Yeah. Yeah. My was working, I think he worked at like the local IGA, but then he, when he left school he got a flooring apprenticeship, like timber flooring apprenticeship, um, which was so underpaid, like like hardly anything. It was mm. just ridiculous. Yeah. Um so pretty much it was just like my income to pay for this big and I also had the warehouse rent as well. So yeah. it was a lot of pressure. Yeah. For that age.
0: Um oh, most more than most people would experience at that age. That's a lot of pressure for someone, well, yeah. 18. Yeah. 18. Yeah. Um,
1: And I feel like I've always done this, but basically I was like, I'm just going to take this jump, even though we can't afford it, I'm going to make it work and it will make me do big things. And I've yeah. always done that. Like mm. sometimes it's been to my detriment, but <laughs> I've always like gone above what I really can and then just like adjusted yeah. To make sure I make it, it work. If that yeah. Makes sense. yeah. Yeah. Forced, forced to make it work. Forced to make it work. Um. Yeah. So when we moved to that apartment, um, I started a new business. I was like, I need another income. yeah <laughs> <laughs> So I started um Chai, which was like an online boutique. So C H A Y I. Yep. Um, which recently I just closed down and sold that business. Yeah. Um but yes, yeah, so I started that to start with, it was literally just like imported jewelry. I um, literally yeah. just didn't, I just wanted to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, I did that and it just like kept growing onto like accessories and then like baby stuff. And mm-hmm. that business absolutely took off and it, it seemed to be in a really good time as yeah. well for like e-commerce businesses. Like I felt like you could do anything and as long as it was, like, beautiful and aesthetic, people yeah. would buy it. Yeah. It was also, like, a really lucky time mm. for businesses because people were, like, hunting for something different. Yeah. Um. So I felt looking back now, I'm like, that was crazy how much I grew from not, you know, doing heaps of marketing, like the stuff yeah. I do now for our businesses, only gets us a quarter of the sales that it did back then, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah.
0: Instagram's changed right. so much, hey. Well, just the world. Yeah. yeah, everything's changed so
1: much since, like, four years ago. Oh, it's I. It's really hard to run a business in this, like, where we are now. Mm. And it's crazy to look back because, like, even the business I did when I was 15, like, it was so much easier to run a business back then yeah, than it is now. Mm. Um. So absolutely, it's really hard. I look at businesses trying to take off now. I'm like, you really got to know what you like. You have to be an intricate. You got to know marketing. You got to know everything. Whereas back then, you could kind of just wing it and it would work. Mm, Yeah, yeah. There's there is such an
0: overflowing amount of people trying to make it work at the moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was also like, that's the thing. Like now it's just so oversaturated Mm. that the money's dispersed. Whereas back then, like same with the vintage, I was probably one of three people doing it. Yeah. So, and now you wouldn't be able to count on like, you wouldn't be able to count. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I created that business and that um, took off and I had a physical store um, for both the vintage and the chai business. Eventually, the chai business overtook the vintage. Mm -hmm. Um, So I closed that down um, and sold that business. Yeah. Um, And are you still under 20? You're still under 20 at this age, eh?
0: I'm still under 20, yeah. Wow. That's amazing.
1: That's incredible. So I think I was like, yes, still 18 at this point, 18, 19. Mm. Um, And then... So that business was so busy. Um, we had the physical store and it was really packing um, a lot. And then I got a pretty much full-time employee to help me with all the pick packing, um, mm-hmm. dealing with all the customers. She was amazing. I was so sad when I had to let her go early this year um, yeah. because like, it was, she was the best employee ever.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it's hard, hard to get that. Mm. So yeah, so I did try for a couple of months and then that leads us to pretty much 20 is when, um, I got pregnant. So I thought, we, yeah. do you want to talk? About, yeah, about let's stay- go there
0: yeah did you so did you obviously you had talked to Connor previously about I wanted yeah. wanted to have kids at twenty,
1: yeah, so basically, um in my little head, I was like as soon as we were like I had um the chai business running super well, yeah, I had an employee, yeah, and then um so Connor lost his flooring apprenticeship, the guy was just really dodgy, yeah, um. He went out and found himself another job that day by literally going up to people and asking them, Do they have yeah. a job? Yeah, wow. Because <laughs> he was so desperate and he was like, I'm not going to be unemployed. And he yeah. got a job doing um, bathroom kitchen renovations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he worked for him and he did that for a while. Um, but he was always passionate about like creating something beautiful. He wanted to do something with his hands. Yeah. He'd always do little sketches of like actual furniture. Yeah. Um he did some like mock-ups of like timber furniture.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and that was gonna be his that was gonna be his thing. Yeah. And then the timber prices shot up and it was just we just weighed it up as a business and we're like, no, nah, this is not gonna work. Yeah. yeah. Um and so then that never really took off, and then he kept doing his thing. I kept doing chai, mm. and we had a couple of conversations about, you know, I really want a baby. I was feeling really accomplished in my like Your working life. life. I yeah, felt good my business life. I felt just settled. Everything was running really smoothly. I had, I was delegating tasks. I had an accountant. Everything was like good. Moves. I was just feeling. Yeah. I. Like I'd, like, walk around my apartment and be, like, I just want to look after something. Like, I want a baby. Yeah. I think I would, I would literally say to Connor, like, three times a day, I'm, like, I need, I want a baby. Like, I'm just yeah. so drawn to it. Yeah. And in the back of my mind also um, I was having a few at this time, actually having a few um, reproductive issues. So I had yeah. endo- um, when I was 16 I had endo removal so they yeah. took it all out. Yeah. Um and I remember the doctor saying it was quite bad endo for my age and that if I wanted to have kids I need to do it young. Yeah, so that was also motivating you. Yeah. And then yeah. at the time I actually lost my period. Um and so I went to a naturopath and she was able to Put me on a bunch of stuff, and I got my period back within like a week after seeing her. Wow! Um I love Nutrapass. I love Nutrapass. Yes, amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes, I was diagnosed with PCOS as well. The ah, oh, yeah, system. yeah. Um. Which having both of those is meant to make you quite infertile. So I was super nervous about you know the the story that might unfold for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I
1: literally. I remember leaving a doctor's appointment, this random doctor, after getting the blood results, and she was like, I highly doubt you're ever going to conceive naturally. IVF's probably going to be your story. Oh, my God. And I was calling Connor, like crying and, like, stressing out. I'm like, you know, because my dream yeah. is just, like, to, to be a mama. this beautiful pregnant. Yeah. Like, yeah. I felt so, I don't know, overwhelmed that. it science was going to go into it because that just like freaks me out yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that was a lot of pressure but then um at the same time Connor didn't feel accomplished in his working life like he was like I don't want to be working for someone else so um we kind of came up with a thing in our head and we're like you're gonna do your own thing Mm-hmm. we need to figure out what that is we need to figure out what that is but he didn't want to work for someone either we wanted to work together we wanted to have businesses mm-hmm. so i was trying to figure out whether he could maybe work in my business and we grow it mm-hmm. but we kept coming back he he just that wasn't what he was inspired by yeah he was like no i have to do my own thing i have to do what i'm led to yeah so when he came to me i don't even remember why but he came to me and was like I'm gonna do rendered furniture I'm gonna everyone renders walls yeah I'm gonna render physical furniture and he was like this is how I'm gonna do it I'm gonna work it out I'm gonna do I'm gonna go do a course and figure this out and and the course he did was rendering walls which is really funny because he does that now yeah and that's like taken um but the, at the time, no one else was rendering actual furniture. Yeah. And he was like, this is going to look amazing. I can do different colors, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so, so he cool. went into this course. Yeah. He went into this course and obviously me being like the business mind, I was like, yep, I can do a website. I can do an Instagram. I had both website and Instagram done in like maybe two days. Yeah. Done, complete, ready to go. Yeah. And he was like, I don't have any to put up there yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was funny. Yeah. And I was just like, because my favorite part about a business is the starting phase. Yeah, I me love, too. I love yeah, I yeah. love creating like the social the inst- you know, thinking about the brand ethos and what we're gonna do and what and our demographic. Like I love yes. that building phase, yeah. Yeah, totally. So I felt so like just energized, I was like, this is gonna be great. And I just knew that he was gonna just do it. And yeah, it was a really exciting time. Yeah. So then um he did that course and he just like would do it after work little bits. Um, and then we ended up going to my mum and Asking for that warehouse part that she was taking up, so she was taking up that other half, yep, of the warehouse. So we mm. were like, "That's where Connor can do his furniture." Yeah. So again, that was a, another big leap because we literally couldn't afford the whole warehouse. So Connor's furniture had to do well for us to afford it. Yeah. um And so the first collection he did was just like pretty much just white. It wasn't even like proper rendered. It was just like super, he was just testing it. Yeah. Um, And it was like amazing, but like compared to his stuff now, it was like, you know, just starting off. It's, I like, I like looking back and being like, wow, this is where we came from. We came from. Mm. And also like, I'm glad people had like faith in us back then to be like supporting us back then. Yeah. That's cool. So he did that first collection it was just like super simple like square kind of very mediterranean look um yeah. and we shot that at a studio and at the time he was still working for this other guy mm-hmm. um and just like fitting it in in between and then um yeah we shot that collection and it went really well like he had heaps of orders, heaps of interest.
2: Yeah.
1: Heaps of um yeah, like he sold heaps from like just that collection because all his stuff is um made like handmade. So he had every time someone ordered, he had to physically go in there and, make and build it. it, render it,
0: yeah. make the piece. So Huge. It was, he had
1: like just tables ready to go. He had to make each piece.
0: Yeah, made to order. So mm.
1: eventually Eventually, he got, um, yeah, like quite a few orders, and I was very quick to be like, "Yep, you're quitting." <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was like, "I only have like two orders." I'm like, "Great, you could. It's gonna be fine. If yeah. you've got two orders, it means you're gonna get more." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I pretty much made him quit. We went on a trip to Tassie, and I was like, "When you get back, you're quitting. You're done." So yeah. we had that, and I remember that whole Tassie trip, I was just like, I'm ready to have a baby. Like yeah. now that we've got, even though his business wasn't like fully off the ground, I was just like, it's going to be great. Yeah. You know, I'm pregnant for nine months. You've got nine months to get it going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and
0: he's like, okay. Just yeah, so nothing good. like that pressure.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm literally... Queen of pressure, but I think it, <laughs> he always he always says like I've made him, you know, the pressure has made him like come up to a new level. Even yeah. though at the time he's like, this is a lot. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, we got back from that Tassie trip, and he quit his job. And um I think we're coming to about July in two thousand and. Oh my gosh, 2000 and I was 20 years old. So 2020.
0: Yeah. 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 That would be right. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 That'd be right.
1: Oh, April. It's April because, um, yeah. So April, 2020 is when he quit Yeah, and did his business full time. And then literally a week or two after, um, my grandma who lived, um, in the house my mum's living in, she had terminal cancer, but she lived five years, which was amazing. Wow. Um, She pretty much raised me a lot of the time. I lived yeah. with her um, through my, I don't know, when I was like six, a couple of years, I lived in her house. Yeah. Um. So she was like my mum, you know, like my mum. Yeah, and yeah. Even though my mum's my mum, my mum. Is also had me at twenty, twenty-one. So yeah, yep. she was more my sister in some ways, or yeah. my best friend. Yeah. Um, my grandma was like our like mother hen to both mother. of us. You know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. She
0: looked after the whole fan,
1: Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, that was super stressful when I was, you know, when I knew that she wasn't going to be here forever. Yeah. And so in April. To 2020 when Connor left his job, um, I was like to my grandma, we're gonna start trying to have a baby. She always knew I wanted to have a baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. My,
1: so I, we went out to lunch and I went and got an um ovulation test, you know, the ones you yeah. on. You get, yeah. Um yeah. so we got an ovulation test and um she bought it with me and she's like, What is this? Like, you know, I had no idea <laughs> yeah. what this thing is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And anyway, it I went home and peed on it, and I had this smiley face and so we tried that month, yeah, um, but we weren't successful, mm-hmm. and I got my career, and I was super, super devastated. I remember telling my grandma and
0: yeah, saying
1: it happen, and I, that even though it was just the once, I was just like convinced yeah. that it it's gonna take time. you, was- yeah. Yeah.
0: From your news from the doctor like, before you were like probably thinking, Yeah, this is what they told me it's gonna be really
1: hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, wow, it's not even worth I don't know. I was just super negative about it. Mm. And um and um yeah, so Connor left his business and I remember grandma, my grandma wrote me a card saying um something about Connor's gonna succeed in his business, and I've still got it. And I love that. Yeah, and um, she was just so confident in us, which I love. I yeah. loved, you know, like she was always like, "You could, you're gonna have a baby. You're gonna do good things, business." And yeah, um, she got really sick about a week after I did that ovulation test. Yeah, um, I went out to lunch with her on the Friday. She was perfectly fine. We had champagne. And then that night she went into hospital and the next day she actually passed away. Yeah. Um, so that was like a very, very sudden. And mm-hmm. it was really strange the day before that Friday she was talking about when I die, blah, 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 blah. When I die, this, this, wow. this, and that. So, so like it was almost like she knew. She definitely knew. Um, she was pretty much giving me instructions of like wow. how to cope, blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of, like, brushing it because I was like, yeah, 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 because she had done that before because, you know, yeah. when you know you're going to die, you can't hurt people. Yeah. Um. But um. so that, yeah, she passed away and then obviously Con and I were just making making love within that time. Yes. As you do. <laughs> as not, you do. Not, trying, not as you do, but not trying. Yep. For her because She was, um, I wasn't thinking about it cause grandma was so sick at the time. Yeah. And then, um, so she passed and I think it was about four or five days later, I was like late on my period
0: mm-hmm. and I was like,
1: oh, it's just, it's the stress like of losing her. Yeah, It's, you know, it's a hormonal thing. And C- Connor's like, let's just take a test to rule it out because I've always like lost my period at times. Yeah. And you know, go to the doctor and they say, Have you taken a pregnancy test? So I was like, mm. they're gonna do that as soon as I go to the doctor. So yeah. let's just rule it out. Um, so we did the test and I didn't think anything of it because I was still grieving, still like, yeah. you know, in this weird yeah. time. And obviously it was positive. Oh my and gosh. My first my first thought was like, my grandma did this for me. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have coped with her loss as well as I did if I didn't get given Vera at that time. Mm. And um, she knew that I needed someone else to support me and yeah. that was her.
0: Oh, my gosh. And so special. I was
1: like, it was so special. Yeah. So I immediately was just like so happy. Like we both just felt so right, so happy and we did like we were trying for her but in that month we weren't trying if that makes sense yeah, like yeah you wanted her but you weren't before. actually trying yeah yeah and um it just came at a perfect time because i was so down from not getting pregnant the month before mm. so down from not having a grandma anymore and it was just like yeah the best gift ever and i was just like ecstatic just I haven't come down off that cloud really. (laughs) Yeah. So good. Uh, So that was so fun. Like telling all our family was so amazing because they were grieving. So we were able to give them like some happy something to look forward to. Yeah. Some happy news. Um and it really it really brought everyone's spirits up. And so yeah, that was amazing Mm. um I did I I felt really good at the start and then I think week eight or nine hit and I got really bad nausea for Mm. until about week 20 it went on I felt like I was nauseous my whole life (laughs) (laughs) it feels like such a long time when you're in it
0: but when you look back you're like it was so quick it really didn't go for that long yeah
1: I literally felt like I'm never, I've never not been nauseous. Like this is just, yeah, it was, I found that time so hard. I was so emotional. Like there was honestly a day where I couldn't eat a single thing. Everything mm-hmm. I smelt, touched, looked at, nice. but I was starving. I was just saying to Connor, I'm so hungry I'm so hungry I just want to eat I just don't want to be hungry anymore but I can't eat a thing and I'm like crying like I've never cried so much in my life because you like want this much but there's times where I'm like I don't want to be pregnant like I can't do this yeah it's mentally draining draining yeah Yeah. feeling sick and knowing that nothing can help you no one can help you you can't take anything to help you because I was taking everything that could have helped me.
0: Yeah, it wasn't helping. Um,
1: yeah. Um, I was on like three Ondoncetron wafers a day, maybe more. Wow. Um, a, a, another good parting gift from my grandma is because she was on chemo. She got given the Ondoncetron for her chemo nausea. And yeah, she right. hardly took it. So I had boxes and boxes of ondansetron. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. That was very nice. Yeah, like, thank you. I got through them very, very quickly, though. Mm. Um. So yeah, it it was a hard time, but also like it was also really hard running a business while I was that sick. Yeah, so hard running. How did that um, go? So I, like,
0: what did that look like for you at
1: that time? I, because I had a staff person um, pretty much full time, I felt so guilty not going to work. I felt, I don't know, I, I honestly should have just stayed home. I don't know why I pushed myself to go into work every day mm. and I'd literally be driving there. I'd drive there like dry heaving. I'd pack orders upstairs and in the middle of summer and I was sweating Mm. and I'd have to like go over the side and just like I was so sick and I just wanted to lay in bed. But I was like, no, you wanted to do this while running a business. Yeah. And I was just so stubborn. I was like, no, you're doing this. So, yeah, I really looking back, I'm like, yeah, looking back, I'm like, me being there didn't really help the situation at all, like it didn't get you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I really couldn't stay at home much more than I did, yeah, um it did make me quite resilient, like even yeah. when um you know I'm having a hard day with Vera and she's sick and I'm trying to work, I can really push through that, and I yeah. think it did it did help me to, you know. I don't know. I'm trying to make a positive spin on that because yeah. that was so tough. So tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'd, I'd literally go to my customers and I'd be like, like have to hold it in and then run out. And yeah. um, I never actually really vomited. I would like dry heave, which was more embarrassing because I'd be like standing paying for petrol and being like, and <laughs> of- <laughs> Yeah. And people would be like, what is this doing? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. So
0: this was till 20 weeks and it did eventually. It was still
1: 20 weeks. Go away? Um, It did eventually go away, but it literally wasn't until she came out that I felt fully normal and able to eat food again. Like when she came out, I was like, oh, this is how I feel normally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was right, right up till then. Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. One thing I just remembered, though, I wanted to ask you about was your personal Instagram. Like when did you actually start to grow your personal Instagram as well? Like was this before pregnancy or was this something that really spiked after or
1: when did that happen um, amongst was,
0: everything else?
1: It was when I was running um, the vintage business, actually, Um a lot of people wanted to see more like behind the scenes, who was running it. Mm. So I started doing content on the vintage Instagram stories about like my day-to-day life, my age, how I dropped out of school. And everyone was Your so story. interested. And mm. um, I was finding that I was like doing so much of that on the stories. that I'm like, I'm just going to create my own account and people can come and follow and I was like oh like no one will really care um you know it might just be you know you when you feel like awkward and I was always before um before I did my like personal Instagram I was really awkward about talk like videoing in front of camera Mm -hmm. um that's why I created the business so I could like hide behind it yeah I would never yeah I loved I don't know, but then once I started getting confident, and I think that's why I think that's why I struggled at school is was a confidence thing, and yeah. I never asked questions. I hated public speaking. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even answer yet yeah, questions in class or talk or just yeah. anything like that I made me really nervous. So wow, look how far well, you've come. <laughs> I know. Now yeah. I now I can't show <laughs> um, But yeah. Once I got more confidence of like filming, like it was very intimidating at the start, talking yeah. to camera and showing my life, it feels super vulnerable at the start. Yeah. Um and as as I got more confident, um, people were really interested, which mm-hmm. still surprises me. Yeah. Um and I think then I started to tap in into like my own personal style because everyone was. I've always loved styling clothes. That's why I did the vintage business to start with because I love yeah. putting things together. Yeah. Even though I don't find it's a style, I just I just think it's like whacking clothes together. But yeah, um, it's kind of what my Instagram turned into was just also a bit of um it was in that phase two where it was only just okay to be above like a size 10. Yeah. And I've always been. True. That's mm, right. I remember this all coming um, in now, yeah. Yes. It's all coming back. Yeah. It's all coming back, Um, yeah. And I've always been like super curvy and, um, yeah, just a bigger built person. Yeah. And. I've always felt super confident about it. Like I don't have an issue with my body. Yeah, I never felt like I needed to be a certain size. Mm. And I think that that's what came through in my Instagram. It was like, I'm going to wear this. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to be this size. And um, I think that's where it really took off is what people wanted to follow along, styling like size 12, 14, 16 clothing. Yeah. not being super drab and ugly. Like you can wear beautiful clothes and be that size too. Yes. Um, Yes. And at the start it was like really hard to find those clothes, like so hard. Like now you can go on a website and it usually will go up to a 14, which is still like sometimes a brand's 14 is still more like a 12 or even a 10 sometimes. Yeah. But it's definitely enough. So much better. Yeah. Like, um, when I first started doing it, like usually most people stocked like uh twelve at the most. At the most. Um, Wow. We have yeah. So Mm. come a long way. Mm. So that's kind of why my Instagram took off before I was pregnant. Was just like pretty much fashion. Yeah. Putting pieces together. A lot of business behind the scenes being young and running a business. Yeah, and you're so Um,
0: naturally good at content itself too. Like it has its own style.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. I do love, I do love, um, and it's kind of sad because Instagram doesn't really, like you can do a beautiful photo now on Instagram and it just won't get any engagement because someone dancing funny is going to be further up the line. Yeah. So that was like super devastating because I love creating like a beautiful imagery, creating emotion through photos. Yeah. And now it's just like you can whack up the like dodgiest video and that will go better.
0: Yeah. It's weird, (laughs) isn't um, it? It's really
1: strange. So frustrating because I'm like such a creative person that I want it. I I love doing it, but then it's like, yeah, it doesn't really pay off in a like,
0: business yeah. sense. business sense yeah. yeah yeah
1: totally um yeah so then yeah when I got pregnant that was definitely a different audience and I never intended like my Instagram and I still don't really like mm. intend it to be this like massive I just think it's not really a business in my eyes like yeah yeah it's just a bit of fun and yeah. if brands want to come along and they want me to share stuff, and they're happy to pay. That's great, but I still don't see it as like a business. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because you've got you've got other <laughs> businesses anyway. Like it's just a part of the yeah. part
1: of it's the. It's so day. different. Yeah, and it's also like not something you can scale, something you can like control about expanding. It's it's just like a <laughs> little random thing. Like I don't know how people. <laughs> I don't know how people actually have that as a job because, like, it's so unpredictable. So unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Obviously, you mark like your audience would have changed a little bit when after being pregnant. Cause I feel like yeah, so. pregnancy and babies just, they just take up your feet, don't they? <laughs> yeah. It just happens. It just happens.
1: It does happen. And I was like, um, one of those people where I'm just like I want to share every good bad part of this experience because yeah. um, even when I was pregnant I was still when I was pregnant I still remember Instagram being very glorified yeah. of um, like now it's heaps better like people will share when their kids um, you know are having bad days or their struggles which yeah, um, yeah. I mean I could be better at too but I also can relate to not sharing those moments because in that moment, your child really needs you and I'm yeah. not really drawn to sharing that. So yeah, yeah. Um, I do kind of like get it now that I'm a mom. I'm like, in that moment, your child actually just needs you and you're not really in the headspace to be yeah. like, oh, I'm going to quickly share this. You know, yeah. even that, even that night, sometimes I just want to like lay down, go to sleep and I don't want to like, get on and rant about day my day or something exactly you know?
0: yeah no totally totally and like uh-huh. the content you end up having on your phone is the happier moments because that's the memories we want to keep for ourselves anyway yeah, exactly. so naturally that's going to be what most of the content is
1: I've also as um said to myself like I'm happy to always share parts of my life but I want my page to be something some place people come to for happy, you know, positive. I want them to look at the photos and feel good. I've never on my page really and spoken about like political world issues in my opinion because I'm like I just don't want that to be a place where people come to for just more like crap. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah. There's plenty of that elsewhere, yeah. There's plenty of that and so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just did a really good job of
0: that. Yeah, keeping it true to you, and yeah,
1: I, I, I love your content. It
0: is so happy. Like it's really, like it's just yeah, so nice to just tag along with your day. I, I love, I love like your content. It's brilliant. I feel oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, and you've um, done that very
1: consistently. I feel as well um, since I followed you. I definitely take way too many photos. Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Way too many.
0: I know you're probably deep into this episode, but while I have your attention, I just wanted to quickly reintroduce myself. I'm Ebby. This whole podcasting thing is a passion project and purely that giving me the opportunity to hear and share some incredible, relatable, and inspiring stories of other mamas who are also in this wild business life, slash mum life, juggle, journey, whatever you wanna call it. But for work, I'm actually a graphic designer, slash brand designer and website designer. I absolutely nerd out on getting the privilege to bring another woman's visions for a particular project to life. If you ask my family of clients that agree that I often take the best friend approach, like I really, really value getting to know you so well that I can usually understand your visions and style more than you actually do yourself. It's a hidden talent of mine, I like to call it. And since Maternity leave, I'm actually finally ready to say out loud and proud that I have the capacity to take on new clients. Yay! So if you're a business owner, want to be a business owner or content creator currently manifesting a new vision or project, I'd absolutely love to hear from you if working with a designer is something that you'd love to try. I also have just launched uh, two new packages for mini brands and mini websites, which is a super simple professional yet cost effective alternative to do it yourself options. So check out my style on my website, www.ebby.studio. Take a look of my packages and prices and hit the apply button on my starter project form if you're keen. And if you've got something extra special or custom in mind, email me or even swing me a DM on Instagram. I cannot wait to hear from you. Yeah, so 20 Weeks Pregnant um yeah in terms of actual pregnancy that you were obviously nauseous and everything else but how else did how else did you feel about pregnancy like especially leading into like um the idea of you're going to have a baby soon and how how were you hoping to manage um yeah mama life and business life like what did you think that might look like
1: I um so yeah 20 weeks I was cruising along Um, I had kind of an idea in my head that I wanted to get a second employee in to kind of pick up the bits that I wasn't going to do on maternity leave. Mm -hmm. And that kind of went out the window because I got her in and then I was like, no, 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 I I just have to do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Control, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just such a control freak when it Mm. comes to like, my business and I just know how I want it to turn out and honestly I was spending a lot of time micromanaging them and I was like I could actually just do it myself with the time that you're um, spending micromanaging yeah literally and I was like mm. I'm just gonna spend my whole maternity leave finding jobs for them to do and then having to oversee those jobs yeah so you might as well just like yourself. <clears throat> so I ended up so this was probably when I was like thirty weeks. I ended up being um, taking that work back, yeah. and letting her go. So I still had one employee who did most of the pick packing, but I did all the social media. Mm-hmm. Um, she did like the customer inquiries, which was good because people were horrible during COVID, and my yeah. pregnancy hormones could not deal with that at all. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was also a really, really crazy time because I was trying to run a business, yeah. be pregnant. My hospital that I was burning at was over the border. My business was over the other side of the border. Oh. Um, so stressful. Like, yeah. Business completely died overnight. As soon as they closed the borders, that's yeah. when I said goodbye to pretty much that business. Yeah. Um, yeah because we had no more physical store people weren't allowed to come in. Yeah. And even when they opened the borders people were too scared it's to come in scared. or yeah. So yeah. that completely killed that business which was super stressful because we then yeah. had a warehouse that we had to keep paying rent. We got no help from the government at all, not wow. one bit. And you're pregnant in all order
0: that. Oh.
1: Yeah. No yeah. ease in rent payments, nothing. Um So, yeah, that was super stressful on the business side of things. And then on pregnancy side of things, they were telling me that I might not be able to birth there, that um, Connor might not be able to be there, that I can't have a doula that I planned. I can't have my birth photographer. Um, So I was spiraling each week that I'd have my my doctor's appointment, I just like spiral because I'm like, I'm just gonna have to give birth in like a car park or something. Like I can't, <laughs> yeah. have, I can't not have my partner there, like yeah, there. yeah. Um, so it was so stressful. We were on the phone to like a million different people. I was like, no, I'm gonna have to change hospital. I was about thirty-five weeks pregnant, and they brought out all these different rules about partners being in the room. Yeah. They were really funny about um mm. having and the whole vax, non vax stuff. Oh, wow. It was what a stressful.
2: Time. What
1: a time. Yeah. So mm. that was going on. My business was just so rocky with COVID. Um yeah. so to be honest, it was like a beautiful bubble of birth. And I was trying to separate myself from that, but it was a yeah. very stressful time yeah to be honest yeah
0: um especially when you have in your mind like this like idea of how everything should be going and like how you envisaged it and how you always dreamt of it all going that would be really hard
1: it was and like Mm. to be honest I like now looking back I'm like that was so stressful but in the moment I was so like I don't know I kind of just I was really positive like yeah, I was that's awesome. Um I was excited. Um Yeah. I was not like over I loved being pregnant. Like I was just walking around with this big belly. I yeah. loved it. I didn't feel uncomfortable. I I felt like my most beautiful when I was pregnant. I felt yeah. so confident. I was like out laying in the sun all the day. So Yeah. Like even though it was like such a stressful time. I was re- in a really good headspace. Yeah, um, you had that
0: all separated in your yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's really only nice. Like, as I reflect back, I'm like, how did I deal with all of those things while I'm being <laughs> pregnant? Yeah, but you just do it. Yeah. Um, and then so, then the birth. Obviously, um, I. That was crazy. So I literally went to 30, almost 32 weeks. So I was a bit overcooked.
0: Yeah, 42. Um, 42.
1: Sorry. 42. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. yeah, no, you're fine.
1: <laughs> wow. That is a long time to be yeah. pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to 41 and that that
0: week going overdue felt like 10 weeks.
1: Yeah. And yeah. But still I was like. The most annoying thing is the messages because mm. in my head I was really good and then you'd see a message, you'd be like, oh, you know, it it was texts like, are you being induced? Like it's going over quite a lot and talk about being induced, induced, induced. Yeah. And um, my obstetrician said that I couldn't be induced because she wasn't in dropped into the cervix. Yeah. So I think you have to be. Is it a level five or something? Does that not sound sure. Familiar? Yeah,
0: I'm not sure. I think, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not too sure. But, yeah, I have heard that, yeah, you can't get induced if, yeah, your baby's not engaged.
1: Yes. So she was yeah. never engaged into my pelvis. Yeah. And I think there's it's either three or five. Anyway, so she was sitting in a one, so, like, not engaged at all. At all. So. There was no option to um, induce because they worried about the cord dropping down before mm-hmm. the baby. Yeah, and um, so yeah. every time someone said, "Is she being induced?" It just made me think, "Well, I'm going to have to have an emergency cesarean because she's not." Um, because that's what the obstetrician said. Yeah, if you don't natural labor naturally, you'll be having yeah. a Caesar. Yeah, and um, that was like my worst, even though it ended up like that. Yeah that was like my worst outcome. Yes. Yeah, so I went into labor my waters broke at home in bed. That at was 42 at, at like on the dock. Um, almost. I think it was nearly. 40 nearly 42 and 4 something like that. Yeah, yeah. 40, 41, so and like 40 <laughs> 41 and 4 <laughs> 41 and 4. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um yes. Yeah. So my waters broke at home. You would have been so happy. I was so happy and also just like so overwhelmed at at the same time because like we had to think about getting across the border. I was just like when we got there I knew we had to have COVID tests and if one of us was positive and one of us was negative we have to be separated mm. so as soon as my waters broke I was so anxious and I was thinking wow. about um
2: because yeah. my
1: birth photographer I paid for a birth photographer but she wasn't allowed to come into the hospital because she wasn't vax, so she was only allowed to come to our home yeah which I was like soon as my waters broke I was like oh she needs to come but I'm like I'm not ready to have someone in my space just yet and Mm. it was just all of that information I've had in the last you know couple of months weeks just like flooded over me and I was shaking I was like the adrenaline I was so overwhelmed with so many things in my head that um yeah yeah I was just and straight away my um contractions were like back to back, like a minute apart. So wow. we were thinking she's coming really quick. Yeah. So we were timing them, and I was literally like one minute, two minutes apart, really close, mm. really intense. They were getting more and more and more and more intense, where I couldn't even talk through them. And and, and they say as soon as you can't talk through it, yeah. you have to go. You have to go. Yeah. So we called the midwife, and she's like, oh, it's very early. Um, but I was like freaking out because I just thought I'd been told in all these classes that as soon as they're a minute apart and you can't talk, they're coming. So yeah. I just assume something's going on. Yeah. So we rushed to the hospital. Anyway, that was super hostile experience. The midwife we got was really quite nasty. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you went yeah. you went p- uh, private. Private? Yeah. Private, yeah. Yes. I would never Next time I'm going for a home birth V back. Yep. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. So um yeah, basically they gave me every drug ever, morphine. Um, straight up they gave me morphine to try and slow down the contractions because I was only one centimeter. Yeah. Um, so that was devastating. And wow. because she wasn't dropped into my pelvis, my body because my waters broke, my body was trying to work overtime to get her into my pelvis. So my contractions were literally back to back to back to back, yeah. even though she was so far from coming. Yep. <laughs> That's what they said. Yeah. Um, so they gave me morphine to try and slow down the contractions um, so they weren't so intense. But then in the morning I had to have um, – because my waters had already broke. And then they were like, oh, we need to actually fasten up the contractions. Whoa. Because. Yeah. You need to have this baby in a certain time. and Because in the morning I I labored all night and I was still in like one or two centimeters. So mm. I hadn't progressed at all. Oh, I had a so, Yeah. And then they're like, you need whatever that, ox- is it oxytocin? I think so. Yeah. Oxytocin. And let's give you a, what's the thing in your back? <laughs> the epidural. Um, epidural, my yep. gosh. <laughs> um and so they kind of yeah, they kind of just said you're not gonna cope without it because you're already not coping. All the language was just very horrible. Yeah. So they gave me the epidural and it didn't work. They then gave me three more. Whoa. All of them didn't work. Oh my god. My back gosh. was like so bruised and then I was stuck in the bed because my leg was numb well i was so drugged out too like i was yeah. doing my eyes were rolling back in my head Yeah, i was so out of it cuz i was so pumped with every drug All i literally drugs. was mm. yeah but then i couldn't, i couldn't use the shower bath anything i was just rolling around in the bed which was horrible yeah um, Ugh. so yeah yeah and then so many 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 hours i still wasn't progressing and at that point i was like so broken
0: yeah, I and actually,
1: exhausted. You would
0: have been exhausted.
1: Exhausted. It was eighteen hours at that point of labour, and still not in active labour. Oh. <laughs> um, and three, three epidurals as well. Yeah. And Anyways, so yeah. Then they, um, then I actually asked for a C section. I said I want to breastfeed. I want to do all these things. I'm going to be a shell of a human if I keep going. Yeah, and. They'd already said to me it's probably going to end up in a C-section anyway because I was so stressed and, like, my body was not opening up at all. I just knew I was past that point of trying to go that way. Yeah. And it was, yeah, I just didn't want to have a baby in that way anymore. I was, like, not coping with the pain at all and I had no tools left.
0: Yeah, you Um, used everything you had. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. And Connor was um, literally, I was non-verbal the whole labour, which mm. was very hard for Connor. I yeah. literally looked like I was dying the whole time. Oh, um, yeah. So, and the midwives were not reassure, reassuring him at all. They literally left us in a room and ignored us. But anyway.
0: Wow. Um, yeah. And then, no wonder you want a very but, contrasting experience for the next time.
1: 100%. Yeah. Um, I must say From that point on, it was amazing. Yeah. So soon as I asked for the C-section, I got a different midwife and she was so beautiful. She did my hair. She took all these beautiful videos. Yeah. She did photos. She let me put my music on as loud as I want, whatever music. So from that point onwards, it was a beautiful birth and she came into the world, me relaxed, my partner relaxed. So yeah, I'm grateful that, like, her actually entering the world was really calm and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And my sp- my spinal tap ended up working, which Yay. is like a more intense version of an epidural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. They were worried that that wasn't going to work and then they'd have to put me under general anesthetic so I wouldn't yes. be awake.
0: Yes. Wow. Which
1: I was like, I can't not meet my baby. Yeah, in that um, moment. Yeah. When, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so, so good um, that you end up getting a good cesarean, yeah. though.
1: Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, and the midwives were amazing for that week as well. Like the reason, um, like I was still breast, I'm still breastfeeding her now, and I've had yeah. such a good breastfeeding journey, is because they were so good with like me showing me how to do it, but like making yeah. me lead the way and Vera lead the way. Like I was able to do the breast crawl. Yeah. Um And, yeah, that was – so breastfeeding-wise, that was amazing. Yeah. The C-section recovery was so bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually remember
1: following – part. yeah, you shared a bit of that. Mm. So I actually had – and I think it's the part, part of the reason I think the epidural didn't work either is my body just seems to reject anything foreign at all. Mm. Anytime I've had piercing, my body – it's infected for years so yeah um but it rejected the stitches from the c-section wow yeah right open the c-section opened up and got a staph infection oh my goodness <laughs> uh, yeah so I was wearing nappies because I was bleeding vaginally and also out of the stomach and I had mm. to go in hospital and get it redressed and um yeah there was all this like Stuff coming out of it. It was oh horrible. I had to bedadine it and clean it every couple of hours. Plus, breastfeed, look after a baby. It was a lot. Yeah. um And still run all of our businesses. I'd sit in bed. Oh my like goodness! Absolutely high on oh OD- uh, oh O endone. O- <laughs> uh, yeah, endone. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember getting given endone. Yeah.
1: yeah. I was yeah. going to say codeine, but I was like, no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was so, like, because I just didn't want to be in pain, so I took all the, everyone was saying, take the pain medicine, but it really affects me. So I was just honestly a dazed mess for, like, yeah. a couple of months. Yeah. And um don't know how I ran a business, to be honest. Mm. Businesses. Businesses. Um, yeah. We had um Chai living, Connor had like pretty much he had the week at hospital off work and then he went straight back to work. So I literally yeah. had a newborn, On I couldn't own. walk. Yes,
0: I oh um, yeah, and that
1: was that was so tough. Again, I don't know why we did that to ourselves. Well, we literally had to to help to pay for the warehouse, yeah, like we had no other option,
0: yeah,
1: but um, and I mean. I, I just thought to myself, every dad goes back to work. Like this is this is just everyone else is doing this as well. Yeah. Um, but I think it was so mentally hard because I was still working. So yeah. she would go to sleep. I didn't nap. I didn't rest. I literally would sit up and keep doing my work. I didn't get any like maternity leave. I didn't rest. If I wasn't working, yeah. I was doing housework, which, mm. um it was probably my fault I didn't ask for help, but I literally had no help in those beginning days. I would yeah. sit myself with a, with her and Connor would go to work from like 6am till 9pm mm. some days. Yeah. Um, it was super. Huge. Hard. Yeah. Huge.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Do you think like, like from that experience you want to make the next experience a lot different? Definitely, yeah.
1: And so after V, she was a couple of months old. um, I think she was six months old. We got the warehouse at Chindra. Yeah. And we opened up a photo studio, which you've been to. Yes, Yeah, well, the
0: cover of this podcast is actually shot at the studio.
1: The studio. Yeah. So we unintentionally opened that studio so we got that warehouse when Vera was like six months old mm-hmm. again something we jumped into that we were not equipped for couldn't afford mm-hmm. it was a big jump again mm-hmm. and totally yeah it was crazy we signed <laughs> I think a three, three lease yeah um definitely over our in over our heads with the amount of stuff we were juggling yeah um but we were just so excited so yeah I I think too when you have a baby like you just want to take it up another level because you're like I just want to I want to see I want her to see what we can do I want to be make her proud yeah you want to provide so yeah you you jump even more which is crazy because yeah you got your hands with kids but
0: absolutely yeah I mean, but it's it feels cool, like a new yeah. responsibility in a way to like yeah be mm-hmm. able to take that yeah take it to the next level for them mm,
1: I get that mm. um so yes we did that and then um Connor was doing all the furniture and we thought we need to take it up another level mm-hmm. so he started doing, like the rendering which is behind me on, yes um, yeah the wall, um and bathrooms as well because that's where the work is is in like renovations like yeah. bathroom kitchen, um feature walls showrooms and shop fit outs um, yeah. there was so much work sitting there um that he was already doing the furniture for he yeah. could be doing other stuff
0: yeah definitely
1: <clears throat> so we moved into the warehouse and to practice his um work he rendered some walls in the studio yeah and yeah. then um, we showed off like the walls and we're like we're gonna actually make this a studio that people can hire out because we're yeah. like this is a really cool wall this would be cool for photos so mm. he got to practice his rendering yeah and we got into a business we didn't really think many people would book it out we thought it would just be a photo shoot like Stuff for my boutique, so the chai stuff, yeah, and his furniture, but um, it ended up turning into like a business business. It was yeah, of its own, yeah, a lot of- yeah, yeah. So then I was juggling motherhood, and I had her full time. Like yeah. she's now has um, a nanny two days a week, yeah. But at the time, I had no help, yeah. um So I had her full time. I had the era studio. I had chai try living and then I also do social media management for other businesses as well wow yeah then, plus
0: my personal Instagram yeah plus your personal Instagram which I always think like you still have to make time to take those photos and yeah. like and I'm sure you probably edit them a little bit as well and then upload them and yeah you've yeah. got a
1: lot and there's a lot of behind like um there's mm. a lot of contracts briefs a lot of behind the scenes that is literally just admin on the computer going back and forth about yeah especially if you're promoting products like you have to know everything about it you have to know
0: yeah. legal
1: stuff especially if you're promoting um yeah anything to do with like vitamins or healthcare or skincare like there's a lot of information you have to know yeah and approve of and there's a lot of behind the scenes with all that stuff as well yeah. making sure you're Following that brand's ethos and values, and anyway, so
0: yeah, there's a lot of. It's not just taking the pretty photo and posting; it's not that simple.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even life admin and like, oh, life admin's a job in itself when you've got a baby. Yeah, appointments and then housework. So yes, (laughs) um, there's a lot of balls up in in the air, and um, it wasn't until Vera started like crawling I think she turned one and then it really hit me like motherhood was pretty cruisy until then and I was juggling all that oh she was Mm. pretty I must admit she was such an easy baby Mm. um and I would literally like have her in the carrier asleep and I'd be packing orders I'd be doing photos we'd be shooting furniture yeah she would come to work with me every day she, I'd drive her around until she falls asleep and she'd nap in the car. We'd park it up the front of the warehouse and I'd go yeah. upstairs. Yeah. And so I was good. I was like flowing. I was half yeah. working, half with the mum. Yeah. And then she turned on and she literally needed me full time. Like I couldn't take yeah. her to work. She would crawl away. She would need me. She'd want to be on the boob, but then she'd be smacking my computer.
0: I feel that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. It just, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it didn't work. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, I can't. Do I this. can't do it all. Yeah. I either need to put her in daycare, or I need to mm. give up some hard work." And I just decided I want to have her. Um, you know, I don't want to put her in daycare. Yeah. Um, we did have an amazing nanny, which has her Tuesday and Thursdays. Yeah. Cool. Just for five hours each day to help yeah. me um, run Connor's business, yeah, and just do all the other stuff, yeah, which was amazing. Yeah, you literally cannot get anything done with a toddler around. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I can. I feel that, and like, there's nothing.
0: Even though sometimes you can do stuff with them around, there's nothing as productive as having that small amount yeah. of time away. F- well, from them. And it's
1: insane Mm. how much you
0: can do in that time. I
1: was also like so, I just feel so wrong being on my phone or computer in front of her. So I literally don't ever jump on my phone or computer in front of her. I just feel so uncomfortable. I don't want her to see me obsessed with this.
0: I'm so glad you brought this up because this is something that I am facing at the moment too, especially because being that my job is all computer like it's graphic design I'm like it's all phone and computer and I yeah feel really uncomfortable her seeing that um as if it's more important than her especially when they're at this age where they want your attention um and you feel like you're just ignoring them it just feels so wrong
1: yeah literally like the other day I was I just had to get um contracts done because we we sold the studio business and I yeah. had to go on there and it was something that I just had to do mm. and I was sitting at the dance table and she was coming over and being like mama giving me toys and I was like oh, I feel so guilty right now that she's seeing me ignore not her. Prioritizing her and I just feel so yeah I know like yeah. I know yeah it's a tough one because I yeah don't want it um yeah yeah yeah
0: you kind of want that balance between them knowing that you're like you're a working mum and you're like doing really cool things and stuff but there's also that fine line of like the screen isn't more important than them they're more important than the screen and they don't know what's on the screen they're like (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. and
1: i i'm really happy like she doesn't she's not obsessed with anything like i can leave my phone somewhere and if she's got a toy like she actually doesn't care about my phone yeah and I think a big part of it is not being on it in front of her like mm. I just really try and do that yeah. same with the computer She'll watch a bit of tv but if something else is offered yeah. like a toy or a book that's what she's into yeah and I just want to hold on to that for as long as possible because yeah. she has an amazing attention span yeah and I think that's not stimulated by all these like things you Yeah. Know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're quite so, the same. Mm. Yeah.
1: It's been a juggle because I literally can't get anything done. So <laughs> yeah. I came to the point where I was like, I don't want to put her in daycare. Um, It just didn't sit right with me. I'm like, yeah. nothing wrong with it it's just not for me. Yeah, And i had a couple of people say, you know, their development, this, that, this, and I personally just, it just doesn't sit right with me and yep. it's nothing wrong. Yeah. Daycare. And yeah. I'm doing my best to her all the things that they would be teaching her. Yeah. Um, it's part of the reason we moved out to 10 acres because yeah. we do we gardening with her. Yeah. We just bought some fish for the lake so yeah. we'll be able to go out with them show her that, show her animals. I'm going to get some goats and some chickens. I just think um, you can teach in other ways. You can, yeah. yeah. And later on I feel that's a decision that I need to do when she's older and that's. This is is your choice right now. Yeah. This is my choice right now. So Hmm. a part of the reason I wanted to have kids is be 100% present with her and not put into daycare and that's why I wanted to work for myself because Mm. at the end of the day I have that choice to be with her because I can work late at night if I want to yeah and so a lot of people aren't given this opportunity yeah like I just feel so wrong putting her in daycare when I don't have to and many Mm. mums actually have to yeah so I was like I just can't do sleep at night and do this, so mm. um, I was like, I need to give up what's not bringing me the most happiness, which um, well, yeah. not that it's not bringing me, happiness, but like, she yeah. comes over everything, so, yeah, yeah, it was a hard decision, but um, yeah, we kind of just all fit into place. Um, my mum came to me and was actually kind of came to me and was like, I really want to live back out at the property we are now because he came. Yeah. To some stuff and he was like this is amazing he came at sunset and he was like I just want to live there again anyway so I have conversations around with my mom and she was like I want to live there again too yeah and then I'm my mom because when she used to live here there's already like industrial sheds and stuff when she used to run her business yeah so it's very easy for Connor and I to run our businesses from here yeah, so I was like, and I, we could run our businesses from home and use like the warehouses and the sheds." And she was like, "Yeah, absolutely." So that all fit in, and we were like, "You, we can literally live, work, work. in one place." Wow! Because how good a lot of the time—it's so good. So yeah. a lot of the time, Connor was running because our warehouse is in Chindra, and when we lived in Cooley, he would literally like run at. 11 o'clock at night because he has to seal something because in the morning he has to send it off somewhere and it has to be so so mm. many times he's running off crazy hours of the night crazy hours of the morning whereas mm. if it's at our home he can just get up quickly do it and hop back into bed yeah um we're like this makes so much more sense and yeah yeah it and is it far away, chill.
0: like compared like where you are now like how far away from the coast is it?
1: Um, it's only ten minutes to cool up, oh, so yeah, hardly yeah. anything, yeah, no makes anything. so much sense, anything. yeah, yeah, so um that all fit into place, and um we decided to find someone new for the warehouse but Mm -hmm. I really wanted someone to take over the studio because we still use that studio a lot for our content for our own business yeah we can't like the whole thing just for the studio yeah we want to find someone who wants to buy the studio business off us as well as take over the whole lease yeah which was so hard it was lots of back and forth with so many people to find the right person yeah. very very experience mm-hmm. I was like a real estate agent for a couple of months <laughs> yeah <laughs> I did like showings of the warehouse and yeah. yeah it was but we ended up finding the perfect person oh cool um, yeah bought that um business off us and yeah that's all getting set up Connor's there at the moment cleaning
0: yeah
1: so it's kind of our last little leg of really overworking and yeah. we said that tonight we'll like sitting together because yeah literally with most of these days like literally since Vera's been born we're just like passing in the night like yeah. I'm bang, like we hardly ever hang yeah. out at night yeah like, we're sitting on the couch doing quotes I'm in here doing <laughs> yeah. something so we literally are like go to sleep wake up work yeah it's just breathing yeah. And it's because it we've had to, to keep that, um, that keep that way. Mm. Yeah. So it's been, um, it's been a really hard slog with yeah. trying to be present and present, but then working heaps. Yeah. And maintain so, a
0: relationship mm. as
1: well. And maintain, yeah. And yeah. honestly, like it's really good. And that's what I said at the start being yeah. friends we've really had to just be Business partners and parents mm. and our relationships just totally been on pause, and we'll have little spouts of like you know relationship, yeah. but we're literally just passing in the night because we have to yeah to survive at this point yes um yeah because there's not a there's not enough hours in the day for the amount of work we have to get done yeah. right now if that makes yeah
0: sense. yeah absolutely and like once they once the bubbers hit the pillow like it feels mm. like between eight and like midnight just goes so fast but that's the yeah. main well I don't know about you but that's like the main time that we have to oh, yeah, get stuff
1: done. 100% like we get mm. all of our computer type um admin work quotes mm. um, done between those hours so yeah. we literally have no downtime yeah. at all which it's it's now at this point, Vera's now 18 months. Mm. We're like, okay, we're exhausted and we have nothing else to give. Yeah. And tonight was like, because he's there cleaning tonight and he's yeah. doing a little bit more tomorrow, but we're going to Sydney on Thursday and it's like, we're done.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: now, like, finally just um, have some work life balance. It's yeah. taken that long. Yeah. But um we can have our weekends, we can have a full Saturday, Sunday not working, which I've never done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: was very, very young. Yeah. Um, but that's oh. why it would be so different with the next baby because we're we're set up now. Yeah. We've got he's working from here, I'm working from here, we've got my mum next door to help. We've got Connor's parents down the road to help. What a contrast. The, yeah it's such a contrast and yeah someone said to me the other day one of my friends she's like oh do you kind of regret not just like waiting to have your baby until you were set up now and I'm like we wouldn't have done this if we didn't have her the so way we did true. when we did we yeah. would never have made these like risks We yeah never would bold have... moves yeah yeah never... it just never would have happened like this We wouldn't have known that we needed this as well. You don't know what you truly need until you have your first one.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Everyone's different.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you just can't prepare for what the life dynamic might look like or what you're going to need, like, once you have that bubble. Like, I remember thinking, like, obviously, you know, like, yeah, we don't know, we just have to wing it. But, like, there's just nothing that can prepare you. No.
1: And like you don't realize how much support you need and how like selfless you have to be and mm. like that's definitely what I've learned is asking for so much more help. Like I don't have any issue calling I used to never be able to call someone and say, "Can you come over here and do this this this?" and mm. now I have no issue with doing that. Yeah. Because I know that I would do that for that person, so there's no reason to feel guilty for it. Yeah and people like helping you like that's what I've learned yeah family actually like helping yeah um and yeah just being selfish like if you feel sick when you're eight weeks pregnant sitting in bed and not helping anyone and not working is totally fine if you can do that
0: yeah yeah totally yes Yeah. yeah so yeah coming back to the present moment so now, obviously, the furniture is, yeah, at home, which is so cool. Um, but, mm. yeah, how, what does life, work, life balance look like for you, like, today? Like, what does it look like now?
1: It is so, like, today, for example, um, I pretty much haven't worked until tonight, which yeah, um, was really nice. I got up and went to, like, a farm and patted some animals with Vera. Yeah. I must have like, um... In the daytime, I have been super um, aware of just doing things with her, taking her to the beach, doing all these things. So obviously, like I haven't missed out on those things. It's more just life balance with doing it with Connor. Like it's always been he does it with Vera and I work or I do it with Vera and he works and now we're at that point where we can actually do stuff as a family, us three, both not work. Yeah. And like for this afternoon, um, he came back to do some samples at like two o'clock and he was able to just like sit on the bed and play with her for an hour. Like that yeah. usually wouldn't happen because it's like, I've got to go here and, da, 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 and this person and here. Da, da. Yeah. Or it's now like people can, we've also gotten better at saying to people, you can wait. <laughs> like yeah. I have a family. Yeah. Um, and setting boundaries with clients, like, at yeah. the end of the day, they're supporting a family business. It's mm. run by literally just Connor and me. Yeah. We don't have any staff people. We don't have any help. Mm. We have parents and yeah. people can just be a little bit patient. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah.
1: It, it's a lot different and, yeah, work, but lef, work-life work balance is finally finally happening happening for us.
0: Yeah. What a
1: what an exciting time. Now
0: looking forward for you guys though now you've hit this point where you can probably feel like you can take a deep breath.
1: Oh, literally. Mm. Like we we went this afternoon, um we had some music on. We were just like all dancing around the thing and it's just like it literally just feels like a weight off our shoulders because with Connor and I have both had so much responsibility mm. financially like everything since we were so young and we still have responsibility now but it's you know we've cut so much off yeah that it just feels like this is finally doable like yeah. what we had before was like just we were just surviving whereas this mm. is like we can actually live and thrive yeah and steer. and enjoy yeah and
0: enjoy it yeah yeah Totally. Yeah. And in terms of like motherhood for you, like, what would you say would be like your from, yeah, since Vera was born, like what's been your favorite aspect of motherhood?
1: Oh, my favorite. Um, It's so much fun. I yeah. didn't realize how fun it would be. Like she, she's like my best friend and it's, I literally feel like I get to wake up and just, like, hang out with a friend every day even though she can't even speak. Yeah. Um, She's so just happy and the littlest things make her so excited for life. Yeah. And just seeing, like, a little person experience all these new things for the first time, even, like, today, watching her see all the animals, it makes you like a brand new person yeah and it makes you really enjoy all the little things I know that's super yeah. cliche but, but it's just honestly so true like, it's so much fun and yeah. so fun doing it with your partner like if you've got a soulmate a best friend it's so fun doing it with them like we just look at each other and we're like we created that like look at her yeah like she's awesome and yeah like, I, I just I just want to make like he wants five of them but yeah when she's in her like you know tornado <laughs> toddler I'm just like maybe just like two but, yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I know and it gets to that point where like you might be having a tough day with them or something and you're like I don't know how we're ever going to be able to manage more than this <laughs> like no, or yeah. like have this and then also have to deal with a new one like that freaks me out at the moment I well. also
1: always say you know when I'm having a tough day or when like she's being tough it's always mm. the things it's never her it's yeah always what I'm it's always what I'm dealing with around her yeah so even if she's, if she's so having true. a bad day, yeah if she's having a bad day and I don't have anything on my plate, I'm not stressed, I can cope with it, I'm fine. It doesn't bother me at all. But when she's having like an off day and she's a bit grumpy and I've got people annoyed at me, I've got unpaid bills or big bills, a tax email, that like little tantrum in the morning is like the tipping point to feeling like you're going to have a breakdown. Yeah, yeah, that is really, that's a really good point yeah yeah it's never her and and motherhood's not hard it's all the other things you have to deal with while yes. being a mother Yes, that yeah
0: that is actually exactly what I needed to hear thank you yeah <laughs> you forget that hey like and it is sometimes the when they're being yeah you're frustrated like that those moments when you feel that frustration and it you kind of not take it out on them but they set you off and yeah you're so right
1: it's not because of them it's because of everything else around us yeah and you can literally see like for example Connor and I felt so good today and you could just see it in her eyes she was so happy like they literally feed off even if you aren't showing your stress, they can feel, feel whatever you're feeling. And even though you might be doing your best to be like, yeah, it's all good. And inside you're like dying of anxiety. Yes. They can feel all So. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Like if you're yeah. anxious, you're anxious. Even if you want to take a walk, you're still going to have those pending yeah. feel, things yeah. in your head. Yeah. So just know that like, yeah, it's not their fault feeling this way because you're feeling the same so you just yeah. gotta try and support
0: yeah that is so true that is so true I love that one I actually have never <laughs> heard of it like that before that's just made me rethink a lot of things
1: I know and I yeah. literally tell that tell that to myself when I'm having a tough day I'm like it's not her it's all the other things and if That's why we went and just like pretty much sold every one of our businesses because I'm Mm. like, it's not her, it's this, this, this. And so if I can get rid of as many Mm. things triggering me or that are making this hard, I'm going to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, amazing. And like how have you felt since getting that nanny in?
1: Oh, Oh, that's been amazing. She's coming tomorrow. and. It is so nice just being able to like. Obviously, she has Vera in our own home, or she takes her out sometimes to um, the sanctuary, like the bird sanctuary, or um, different like shops or something. But usually, she has her in our house, and it is so nice to be able to jump in the car, um, go to work. Work. I'm at the moment. I'm actually working. Um, I'm doing all the social media and marketing for my mum's business. So yeah. I work from her warehouse, which is really fine. I've got my own like desk. Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of like even though I work for her, I still am my own boss because yeah. I kind of do my own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um so it is so nice to just be like an adult for five hours. Um five yeah. hours on tuesday <laughs> yeah and it, it and check made... out. mentally check out from motherhood for a moment yeah it's yeah. so good and made me way more present on the days that i have her because i'm like yeah. no i need to look at my emails i don't need to worry about that because i can deal with that on tuesday or thursday yeah and if you can get any type of help yeah I definitely recommend just being able to have those hours even if mm. it's just doing like in stuff, or yeah. whatever it is, yeah, um yeah. I, I usually yeah. go into cafe even just to feel like a human, yeah. Because um, you can feel like you're being social because you can watch people be social, yeah, yeah. You can work at the same time,
0: yeah. And I like I've only like Bali's just turned one, and I feel like I'm just hitting that point where you're talking about now, where I'm, mm. I feel ready to have extra help. So, I can because yeah. i'm I'm getting to that point where I want her to go to sleep so I can do some work, and I don't like that. Like I can't mentally yeah. check out of either motherhood or work yeah. because I'm they're just so <laughs> yeah. intertwined. Yeah. and the no, thought yeah. of having actual like a day or two of work, so it is work, and then I feel like I will be so much more present as a mom because I know I don't have to worry about that at that time.
1: And it's, yeah. it's so, it's such a, like, I felt so guilty, like, literally looking at the clock, like, oh, it's only four mm. o'clock. Like, oh, she's not going to sleep for a while. yeah So I'm like, I should feel, yeah. And yes. I was like, yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm literally counting down so that I can work and yes see my daughter. Yes. And so I was like, this I don't me. want to feel like this anymore. Mm, yeah.
0: this is me this is me right now that yeah I've hit that point now yeah, yeah. and it's so and- true about the cafe thing because I, I was I've I've had a few like days randomly just where family have been able to look after her and going to a cafe I have found is or wherever out somewhere other than mm. home is so refreshing because you also yeah. aren't surrounded by your housework and like other yes. jobs you could do and the other thing I found is that like someone else can make you the coffee someone else can make you lunch
1: yeah. and you don't have to waste your time yeah. doing that as well literally and it it mm. feels so good like you said to just sit there not worry about anything else have someone wait on you and then just leave and drive home and you just feel like you've ticked all your boxes yeah. as well as getting some new time and, and eating. You, yes. Dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can go back and really enjoy their company. Yes. And be present. Like, yeah. yeah. So you, you need to get someone to yes, that's Yes, it's on my list.
0: It is the new- newest thing that is on my to-do list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's another good tip. I have a long-running to-do list because I feel like, Yes. If it's in my head, I'm, like, always ticking over, whereas if yeah. I write it down, I can leave my head yeah. and I can check yeah. the to-do list another time.
0: Yeah, otherwise it's, like, an added stress that you're going to forget what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And with with Vera and thinking about future with her and careers, especially because how you mentioned that, like, you didn't enjoy high school um, as yeah. well. Like how how do you want um I guess to with with Vera growing up, like what do you want her to know about having a career and like doing what she loves in the future? Like how do you see that? Um, yeah, like how do you see teaching her about work life and all the things?
1: I definitely think um, because obviously Connor and I are both doing things that we love. And she's yeah. so thrilling like he'll come home and he he just he'll get a really good cool job and yeah. we get to work on it together because I do the content he obviously does all the um rendering and the fit out and he does all the, like the um graphic drawings for them as well yeah and we sit in bed and just absolutely buzzing and we're like this is work this is crazy because this it's feels fun. like fun. this was like a hobby yeah and we get paid to, we get paid to do this yeah and um I think just I think her seeing that for starters is gonna be a big thing because that's yeah. what drew drew me to do this is yeah. seeing other people do do it. Yeah. But um honestly, whatever makes her happy, if going to school makes her happy, I'm so fine with that. Yeah. Um doesn't let's let's find a path that makes yeah. her happy. Um I think just being solution based with her and just being like what's what's the next thing you know if she's not enjoying something yeah Um, obviously there's times in life you're gonna do jobs or whatever it is that's not the most enjoyable Connor started off doing a job he hates I did a job I hate yeah but I think I think instead of taking that and going oh well this just sucks I'm just gonna do a random a random degree that pays the most and I'll just hate my job for the rest of my life or something mm. <laughs> yeah um instead of taking that um yeah just yeah just doing just honestly doing what you love and what yeah. you find fun leads you into places that you're meant to be because there's no if she wants to go and do this a nursing degree if that's what makes yeah. you happy being the best nurse ever or do the you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. Are you just so excited to see what she finds fun? I am. And it's so yeah. interesting because Connor and I sit there and we watch her play and we try and, like, figure it out. We're like, <laughs> hmm, she really likes buttons. Is she going to be an electrician? <laughs> she, really <laughs> likes, she really likes drawing. Maybe it's an artist. Oh, she likes singing. It's And it's like, yeah. you know, it's really interesting to see already they yeah. have their own things that they're into more than other things
0: yeah totally I feel like you can see it more as well when you like see them with other bubbers and you're like whoa they're yes. actually so different like because you think so oh different. this is how babies are until you actually see other ones you're like well like you can tell you can see their personality more when you see like yeah another bubba that's completely different yeah. Yeah. Even
1: today, um, I caught up with some friends today and they've all got kids similar ages. Mm. And we were sitting um on the grass, and Vera did not move one bit off the grass. Like all the other kids are running around doing this, and she will just sit there and she's like so happy to just sit there and like reorganise my bag. <laughs> and she'll put the whites. She'll take the wipes out, she'll play with it, put it back in, she'll wipe her face, she'll sit there and snack. Like she's very like hands-on, Particular. Doing, taking taking a lid off a bottle, putting it back,
2: yeah. undoing
1: cream, putting cream on her face. It's so <laughs> like she's so funny. She's so, yeah, every kid's so yeah. different. but so it's different. Um, yeah, it was interesting to see. Yeah, it is so
0: interesting. It's so fascinating. They're so different and it's just wild that they can, like, all be, like, a similar age and just at so different point, like, stages. And,
1: yeah, it's so fascinating. She definitely does not want to move. No. Nah. She doesn't want to move. She nah. can, Like, she can't crawl, but she's like, mm, nah. don't really care about it, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. She
1: will listen to for food or the right reason
0: yeah
2: <laughs> yeah 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 I think so fascinating
1: that's your, back to your point though I think um I don't know I'm just going to be very um very open to I think just open is the word yeah. that comes to mind just like op- open about whatever she, she wants to do and trying to support her in that because yeah. That's all you can do as a parent is guide them at the end of the day. They're their own person and they can Mm. do what they want. Yeah. I just want to come along for the ride.
0: Yeah. Isn't it crazy that like this parenting gig, I feel like when you're pregnant you're like, yeah, expecting this newborn and you're going to have a baby and it's that you get that in that world and then you kind of end up here and you're like, you got like a one-year-old and now you're facing the world of parenting and it's a
1: whole new concept. It's so, and like, I feel like I'm not even a little bit in that yet. Like, yeah. You know, I was talking to a friend today, and she's in the stage of like, um, you know, friendships and play dates, and yeah, um, you know, having little boyfriends or girlfriends, or um, yeah, like <laughs> that stage, and like yeah. even like bullying and teasing. And I'm just like, wow, I haven't even like dipped my toes in yet. Like, the service. Coma.
0: Yeah, so much to come. So much to come. But, yeah, last question for you. This has been such an amazing chat. But one last thing I love to ask is um, if you could go back and, like, I usually say the 20-year-old self, but 20-year-old you was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You've had it accomplished a lot by 20. Yeah. So let's go to 15-year-old you. If you could go back to the 15-year-old you and, like, tell her about the years to come, what would mm-hmm. you tell her?
1: I would definitely... That's a good one. I definitely... I want to say slow down, but I, I do also know that the pace that I went in those days got me to where I am now yeah yeah it's hard I struggle with that those questions because I'm like Mm. you wouldn't do anything differently yeah I wouldn't do anything differently I think I just tell myself that you are gonna get there eventually yeah because I spent so many days you know worrying especially like even the little things in business Mm. um I remember I think I was about three weeks postpartum. I had a newborn on me. Mm. Connor was working day and night, day and night to get all these furniture orders out. Yeah. And um, Connor sent a table to this lady. Anyway, the lady called me and she was so rude and she was just like, I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Anyway, I was so heartbroken. And in that moment, like yeah. moments like that, Lots of those moments have happened where you just think the world's ending. Yeah, and I was so heartbroken because Connor is away from me doing this lady's table. Yeah, and now she wants to run for it. It was just, um, because she changed her mind.
0: Yeah, and
1: it's in those moments where you think I'm never going to be good again. This is horrible. I I hate this. Yeah. I don't want to do this. This is this is the hardest. And yeah, the hardest thing. Um, you just in the dumps and there's yeah. lots of those moments with having your business mm. I think just my 15 year old self that like you're not going to think about that lady like that that's the first yeah. time I thought about it like yeah, you're yeah. Not gonna think about that scenario again like yeah you're going to be okay you're actually going to get to where you want to and yeah like, it's fun. <laughs> yeah and all those
0: little experiences are just all a part of it but they yeah. mean yeah like the big picture is what matters most
1: yes like, yeah because when you in that moment of self-doubt of like frustration it's like all-encompassing and I literally like had moments where I just felt like literally ill because mm. I'm like I can't do juggle all of this and be like Especially when you're so delicate in those yeah. postpartum days. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like, why am I doing this? But yeah, yeah. I think I just tell myself, like, through those stages of hardship, that you actually are going to get to where you want to be because mm. it really feels like you're not going to get there mm. when you're in that moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And like, how incredible! You're 23, and you've done all of that. Like. A lot of people wouldn't have even started any of that by twenty-three. Isn't and I think that's that's an incredible achievement in itself. Like you've yeah, like you said, you've lived like a good extra 10 years within that. I um, know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be nice. So we Connor and I always joke that we're gonna retire at 40 and then go and travel mm-hmm. Europe. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah and, and that um, that is one thing like having kids young is the excitement of like when they are grown, we're still gonna be young and like getting to do yeah. life after that or like not not that we're not doing life, but yeah the travel yeah. and the that stuff that I guess a lot of people probably do now
1: mhm and yeah, I, even um I look at um because my mum lives next door with my yeah. sisters, yeah and um. Which is amazing, by the way. If you could if anyone ever can have a scenario where your neighbours with your mum, yeah, um, with, especially my sisters, they're ten and eight, yeah, and they're like, like as other siblings. It's yeah. so good without having siblings, so yeah, um, it, it's incredible. Like they bathe her, feed her, change her nappy. Yeah. how good is um, that? Yeah. Um, they're so sweet. So, but yeah. it's amazing to see my mum as a grandma because she's only forty. I'm mean, a I ballpark figure, forty three. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's so young, and I'm like, I get to, you know, assuming my kids have kids. Yeah, I get to be that young grandma and have the energy for my grandkids.
0: Yeah, yeah, so special. All- Totally. Yeah. Well, you might have to build another house on your ten acres for Vera oh, yeah. one day. we'll
1: just adding houses as yeah. the generations come in. <laughs> it yeah. can be your
0: own little village, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, when they say
0: when they say it takes a village, you, you've you've yeah. got you've got your little village on your ten acres. I How cool. Yeah. It really does. So yeah. cool big clap for you because that is such a yeah like I said a lot to fit in in the years that you fitted it in um and it makes me so like excited in the way like having more conversations around that sort of stuff in like that high school period because I think that's a it's a big thing that I guess a lot of kids are forced to just sit out sit in high school and yeah. do things that they're not really passionate about and just yeah. But like so look how much about, you did in that in that time. Like
1: Yeah. Amazing. I think about too, like all the kids that could have gone the path that I did mm. and didn't and sat through high school and just went to uni and picked a degree to do just for the sake of it because That's what society tells you that you probably should. Yeah, teachers and parents said that they should do, and now they've got a hex debt, and they're working at coffee club, and yeah, they can't do a job, and their creative flair died. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Very grim. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, but But like, it's true. true. It happens. I have have friends that are like, I literally like have a degree that I can't even use, and I don't even like, and Mm. I don't even know do and like back in high school they were super creative doing like all these amazing arts. And it's like yeah what could they have been if it was squished because even when I tried to leave school I had to get um I got sat in all these meetings and told like that my I'm burning bridges this is the worst thing ever yeah Um, you're you're sacrificing your future yeah yeah I got the whole sit down talk many 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 times yeah if I wasn't strong enough i you know, I might've just gone, oh yeah, true. Okay. Mm. And like, look where I might've gone.
0: Yeah. Like life would look so different for you.
1: So, so different. different.
0: Yeah. And like, I think in that age as well, like when you're in that high school age gap, you have a sense of fearlessness because you don't know anything. And yeah. like, I also think back to that time, like with, when it comes to creativity when you get older, you get a little bit more resistant in being creative because the fear is stronger. And I think in those years of those teens, yeah, yeah. You, like there's the there's the fear around like, um, yeah, school and that that kind mm-hmm. of confidence, those confidence issues. But it's different when it comes to the creative stuff.
1: Hundred percent. Don't you care. Can even, you can even look at like heaps of the successful people they're always young Mm. like crazy and they just come out of wherever they're doing and they just like take off and it's like it's just because they ran with something that was just a crazy idea and it just worked and sometimes that's what happens and like yeah yeah yeah, it's going to be a really confusing time because I don't want Vera to feel like you know, if she loves school, that's great. Cause yeah, my sister, my older my older of my younger sisters. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, she loves school, loves it. Like yeah, like, pe- teaches it, absolutely loves it. Yeah. And my other sister doesn't like it, tries to pretend she's sick all the time. She's yeah. exactly like me. Yeah. Super creative. So like to think that those two girls are getting taught the exact same thing, just yeah. like Breaks me out a bit because I'm like, mm. they're so different and they both have needs, so many they both have very different needs. Yeah. So it does just like, um. yeah, it's going to be interesting time when she is. goes to school because, yeah, as you know, I was considering, I am yeah. considering homeschooling her just to see how she goes. Yeah. But, that's something she likes. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's a tricky that's thing. Hmm. Yeah, and even though it feels far, it's close, but it's far. But it's yeah, it's always going to be on our minds. But I wish, yeah, it's one of those things. I just hope the world kind of figures out before we have to get there.
1: (laughs) Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of alternate schools coming coming, up. Yeah, coming up, which um, it's not like hippy dippy, but it is like learning outside, getting messy, which is what kids Mm. are meant to do you can mm. even watch babies. like they want to be messy they want to have dirt on them they want yeah know, like they don't want to in a chair all day yeah
0: yeah yeah they don't want to they don't want a clean outfit <laughs> no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah no nah, well of mm, lots of washing uh mm. the washing yeah yeah well I think that was the most beautiful chat. So thank you for spending the night with me. <laughs> oh, it was and fun. The bubbers have know.
1: participated, so that was good. I know. I think mine's still sleeping. So. Yeah. We're go, good. girls. I think was bringing me back a cheeseburger. Nice. And so I'll probably go to bed at 1 a.m., but yep. we're good. <laughs> I'll be with you. See? <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on that one. <laughs>
0: i think i've got a pizza waiting for me out there so i'm excited to go oh, yeah. so good well thank you so 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 much for sharing oh, all of that um i think oh. your story is going to be so inspiring for particularly the younger generation as well so mm-hmm. thank you and yeah you're amazing well done congratulations thank you you too yeah Motherhood and is, is wild and beautiful it is isn't it it's the best Now, before you go, there's one last thing I would love to talk about. Have you got an eye for design or maybe a creative mind? Maybe you've considered starting a design business of your own, or maybe you've already started one. Well, a few years ago now, I launched an online course called Design Biz Beginners. Simply put, I put my years of experience, mistakes, and industry secrets into a 10-week online course for anyone wanting to start right from the beginning and set up their own graphic design business i've taken the procrastination and guessing out of it and share with you my ingredients systems and processes that have the potential to earn you up to a 10 figure month if you really put your head down the feedback i've received from this course has been seriously incredible pinch me Which makes me beyond excited for the impact that this course is making on the lives of other women that have run through this course already. Statements like, this course will hands down be the best thing you've ever done all year. I feel like I've taken a huge shortcut. This is literally the only online course you need. The amount of knowledge you have shared with us is honestly on third of, it's so perfect I want to (laughs) cry. My favourite actually is this one, DBB has literally changed the course of my life. Like, wow, that's a serious statement. <laughs> the main reason I'm sharing this is because I've just made the decision to make this course evergreen, meaning it's going from only being open for enrolment twice a year, to being available for enrollment 24-7, so you can pretty much dive on in. Whenever you'd like and go at your own pace. So good. If Design Biz Beginners sounds perfect for you right now, check out the show notes for the link. Otherwise, it's in my IG bio as well. And to celebrate going evergreen, I am giving away three 40% off codes. No 10% codes around here. This is a 40% off code. (laughs) That's nearly half price. So if you would like that, use dbb 40 in the checkout and this code will only work three times so three times three enrollments and it's gone so if this sounds like something you really love right now i would suggest going quite quickly to the checkout and using that code dbb 40 and getting on your way to the design biz of your dreams so any questions send me a dm i'd absolutely love to contribute to your design business journey and see you skip gears trial and error like the other girls currently are